The views and opinions expressed on this podisode are solely those of the participants and do not reflect those of an unspecified yet peaceful government agency. We apologize for any mistakes we may have made which broke your heart. Okay, what's up? I'm good, how are you? I'm quarantining with my brother. I got evacuated from Indonesia, and I've been isolating for a week and a half. Yeah, that's so you're with your brother, the original Bones, if we take this all the way back. <laughs> if we take it all the way back to part two of how Bones got his name, yes, this is the original Bones, but... He was only called Bones for a few days because he shut that down as fast as he could. <laughs> right. I love he shut it down so fast and you are forever. You've been Bones for 10 years now or something. I've been Bones for a really long time. Um, I was Bones in the unspecified yet peaceful government agency. Two, because there was another Matt. And I was like, I'm not dealing with this. Uh, <laughs> you so came I, prepared. It was awesome. I did. You know, it's great. I, I think that the universe has decided we needed to talk and get back together for assistant directed because, because yesterday Katie has to make all these videos for her elementary music class so she can continue kind of teaching. And she was like, I want to do a camp song. And of course, why <laughs> camp song? We should probably do it together. One, two, three, and Grace, Grace World. World. Okay, that was that was not terrible. Maybe it'll line up with with the recorded audio. It's weird. Um, but I said Grace <laughs> World. Did I come in late? Well, it sounded late to me, but I think it works in real life. Or in fake life. I guess this is real life. Gray Squirrel. Oh. <laughs> I told her, you have to sing Gray Squirrel. And she was adamant. She was like, no, it's Brown Squirrel. I was like, <laughs> no, it's not. It's Gray Squirrel. Let me sing it for you. So I sung it for her, and she was not having it. So she had clearly forgotten. So I think our next activity is going to be revisiting some of those early potisodes. Laura, the lifeguard, told me last year the intermediate boys division got real into Gray Squirrel, but the way they did it was the remix. They did not do it the way you teach it, which I think is a fine way. But what they did is they said, this is a repeat after me song. So they go, this is a repeat after me song. Do what I do and say what I say. Ready? Gray squirrel. Gray squirrel. All right. Good job, everyone. So I think that way is pretty <laughs> That's funny. Awesome. Too. Are you locked down? Um, so I am staying with Katie's family because they live further down south in Michigan than I live and teach. And it's closer to my family and all that. So I decided, I guess, temporarily come down and stay. We are not really in lockdown. Stay home, stay safe is the magic words that they're using for us. So like okay. school, school is shut down. Everything that's not like grocery stores is pretty much closed. So it's not like if you went and you drove down the road, you wouldn't just like get arrested for being out, but you're really not supposed to go out. 
you would get some nasty, some dirty looks, but then you could look at them and be like, why are you out? Right, exactly. Are you teaching band online? I am currently not. My district has taken a very slow approach to the online teaching stuff. We we just have a lot of kids who don't have as good of access to internet as mm-hmm. I think they want them to. Um, so they've kind of just said, no online teaching right now. And strangely enough, by the end of this week, I'm supposed to call the parents in one of my classes. Every teacher's been like assigned one of their classes that they have to call everyone and see if they would like to do online learning or not. So. Oh, just like a poll? <laughs> just be like, hey, kids, do you, I don't know, do you want to learn stuff or not? <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> it's probably the most inefficient way to put this into place. <laughs> Today is April 1st for those listeners who maybe this is way in the future. Yeah, uh, Cody's got a backlog. Well, Cody okay. should have a lot of time. Cody should have a lot of time. Cody's having some difficulty because he just got back to America and is eating a lot of food and drinking a lot of energy drinks and is on a real weird sleep schedule. And <laughs> Cody's also helping me fill out Nellie's fiance visa form. And it's like this 14-page document that asks so many questions, including like what town my parents were born in and just a lot of stuff. So Cody's been helping with that. So listener, this might take a while. My school, Esamana Grigio Grotto, made a very, very quick transition to online teaching. All the classes have WhatsApp groups and the teachers get on and give assignments. And I think the amount of of learning and teaching has actually gone up since the kids have been learning at home because usually the kids just kind of hang out in their classrooms and class is canceled for a teacher's workshop or I don't know a meeting one time a guy came into the teacher's room and was selling knives so we stopped class so we could he all was look from at the Cutco. knife <laughs> no he wasn't they were much more reasonably priced one time a guy was selling a kitchen sink so i'm actually able to help with my classes i actually have a class coming up Ooh, <laughs> i'm actually i'm actually 15 minutes into a class right now uh ugh. well jam karat rubber time To really bring it back around, do you remember what our very first podisode was about? It was about unclogging toilets. That's and right. It, you had, it was very impromptu. You had just woken up from a nap. So <laughs> you sounded like you were drunk or something because you were just I like, did. that ham is good at unclogging toilets. It was pretty bad. I did sound like I was drunk. Listener, I was definitely not. We didn't know at this point that Assistant Directed would blow up like it has. This is dozens. (laughs) Dozens of listeners. Baker's dozens of (laughs) listeners. Um, 
I could go back and do a better job, I would, listeners. But it's it's hard to imagine that at one point in time you had a true radio gig, like you were getting paid <laughs> to be on the radio. In that moment, it's hard to believe it. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, man. Um, let's talk about bathrooms. So, are you still good at unclogging toilets? You haven't been at camp for a while. Do you still have the touch? I think so. I haven't needed to use it. I'm pretty responsible with my own toilet. Uh, <laughs> but I have the technique. Small pumps into the evacuation hole. Yeah, the little little bursts. I want to talk about toilets in Indonesia. During my interview for the peaceful yet unspecified government agency, I was trying really hard to get this position. So I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. I got that. I got that. And kind of midway through the interview, my interviewer said, you know that here, the way you wipe your butt <laughs> is with your left hand and water. And I had no idea that that was the case. And it was very alarming I, to me. I just, but I was just I like, cut in yeah, that's fine. Because so if you're having the interview and just kind of halfway through the interviewer is like, I just want you to know that this is how it works. The way you say it is as if you're like going along, having a great time. And then all of a sudden she just remembers, oh yeah, I have to tell this guy that they wipe their butt with their left hand. And water. Um, I think it is just something that they have to let us know. Because I imagine for a lot of people, they hear that and they're like, you know what? Maybe I should go somewhere else. I don't know if I want to do that. Um, so I was very alarmed by it. Toilet paper is just not a thing there. And so I, thinking America's great, we've got everything figured out, which I'm starting to think maybe that's not <laughs> the case. I'm like, check this out. I'm going to bring toilet paper over there. I'm going to be like, look, you don't have to stick your hand in your poopy butt. This is amazing. But it didn't work out that way. Um, so I sent you a video explaining how to use the bathroom there and a photo in this Skype thing. I want you to try and describe an Indonesian toilet. Okay. From what I can see, it is essentially like a normal bathroom at first, um, except that there is a very rectangular tub um, that you fill up with quite a lot of water. It seems uh -huh. like there is a lot of water in there. Is that also used for bathing, though? Or is it that... is. The way you take a shower or a mandi is you take that scoop. Um, it's a big blue or red scoop. I guess it could be any color, but they're always blue <laughs> or red. I don't know why. And you scoop the water onto your head, and that's how you shower. Okay. So, yeah, I was curious. Um, so, basically, it's just a giant tub. It's a, it's not like an American tub in, in shape and curvature. It's kind of just bricks and rectangular, but it's a tub. And then there is a toilet, kind of. It's yeah. like someone took the bowl of a toilet 
and left the rest behind. That's a really good description. They took the bowl of the toilet, put it on the ground in some concrete, and put some nice porcelain foot areas next to it, right? Yeah, and that's that's about it. They're, the rest of the toilet is not there. There's no top to the toilet because the way you flush it is you just take a scoop of water and pour it over the toilet and just write down just write down just write down when i first got there i was like i don't know how to use this like i don't know what <laughs> i don't know what the steps are i don't and know what's like, happening this guy doesn't even know how to use the bathroom <laughs> exactly exactly our systems are so different first off the cool thing about an indonesian bathroom is you can get everything wet uh, the ground has a drain in it. The toilet bowl has a drain in it. The basin of water is wet because <laughs> it's water. <laughs> if anything gets dirty, you can just throw water on it to clean it. So it's like pretty easy to clean. So what you do is you walk in, close the door, make sure the tub is full enough that you have access to it with the scoop because you're going to be squatting down. Then... You need to remove your shoes. You can wear sandals if you want to, but no one does at home. And then you remove your pants completely, hang them up on a hook, and then you squat over the evacuation hole, do what you need to do. And then to wipe your butt, the mandi is always set up so that when you're facing the way you need to be facing while you're squatting, you scoop with your right hand put a little bit of water on your left hand and then kind of splash your butt with it. And you keep splashing until you feel confident enough to just like wipe it off with your hand. Uh, then you wash your hands with soap and water. If there's soap available, put back on your pants. I usually put some water on my feet just to like clean off my feet. And then to flush it, you pour three or four scoops down the evacuation hole, and then that's it. You did it. Nice. It's very straightforward. It seems inefficient in some ways, but... It's a pain in the butt when you're out and about to have to take your shoes off. Like, that sucks. And your pants. <laughs> like, when, <laughs> when, when you're at home and you're not dressed up, it's fine. But when you're like teaching or at the mall or a restaurant, to take your pants off is not fun. Yeah, it seems like it's very impractical when you're out. Like at home, like you said, I sometimes I take all of my clothes off to use the bathroom. So like, and it's a very private space, but like if you're in a public restroom, is it, what does a public restroom look like? That's what I want to know. A public restroom looks like a bunch of toilet spaces with the toilet and the basin and the scoop and the faucet. By the way, the basin is filled up with just a spigot. You just turn it on and it fills mm -hmm. up with water. It's like that, but they're smaller. But you have your own, like, you have a yes, door that you have, closes. you have and... your own enclosed space. Gotcha. Also, in men's restrooms, they have urinals a lot of places. And in fancy places like the malls in Surabaya, they'll have Western-style toilets. But with those, they won't always have toilet paper. 
they'll have a bidet, which squirts water <laughs> yeah. into your butt. Yeah. Anyway, it, at first for me, it was pretty alarming. I thought it was going to be something that I hated. I thought I was going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I have to do this. Turns out it sounds gross. It's actually not a problem at all. You do it. It's surprisingly hygienic. You wash your hands and then you feel fine. I think a lot of people would see that and forget that, like, you still wash your hands. You still have soap. You're, you're not just like, okay, I took my pants off, squatted down, splashed some water up there, tossed my pants on, and then I'm, like, going and playing patty cake with people. Well, you don't play patty cake, but you do <laughs> shake a lot of hands. But the thing is, culturally, your left hand is your dirty hand. So you never shake anyone's hand with your left hand. You're not supposed to high five with your left hand. You're not supposed to eat or drink or hand someone any object with your left hand. That's considered very rude. So the only hand you really use for interacting with other people is your right hand. Which, if that's true, probably makes your right hand dirtier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's also the hand that never touches your butt. The left hand is always the hand that touches your butt. And this cultural norm is severely enforced like, I was playing chess one time, and this old guy started yelling at me because I moved a piece with my left hand, and he got, like, pretty upset. Yeah, well, it also messed up his plan, so. <laughs> That's possible. But anyway. I have, well, I have one more question about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is it difficult to squat without, like, falling? Was that an issue at first? <laughs> For me, Yes. Sometimes when you have to... Diarrhea is a really popular <laughs> recreational activity in Indonesia. So if you had the die-die and it was pretty bad, sometimes you'd have to squat for four or five minutes. That It can get hard. <laughs> it can get difficult. My students and lots of people in Indonesia will squat just to hang out. Like if you're waiting for someone rather than stand around, you'll squat around because I think their squatting muscles are really built up. Uh, I wasn't so good at squatting, <laughs> um, but I think I'm a lot better at it now. They say that that's the natural position to like use the bathroom in, but that might just be the liberal media. <laughs> You won't hear that on Fox News. You won't. You sure. won't hear that on Fox News. That's sure. they want you to have the highest toilet possible. Yeah, if if possible, standing up. You should have to climb to you get to the to toilet <laughs> for, say, like the elderly people. Mm -hmm. I guess if they've been squatting forever and ever, maybe it's not an issue. Mm -hmm. Do they have trouble with that? I, I'm not sure you would know. I've never observed it firsthand. Um, but one of my friends, Gina, had a host grandmother who could only move very slowly while holding on to the wall. So 
she was very old and it was very difficult for her to move. But I did notice that when she went into the Mondi, no one uh, accompanied her. There was no special setup. And she would like go in and come out. And I don't know how she did it, but she did it. Yeah. Well, you weren't going to probably ask like how to go in there. Other fun facts about the bathroom in Indonesia. To combat mosquito larva, because you'll fill up the tub, and then if you have standing water, mosquitoes love that stuff. To get rid of the mosquito larva, you can clean the tub and drain the tub. You can also put a fish in the tub, and then you have a mandi fish, and it eats the mosquito larva. That's a fact. <laughs> I don't know if it's fun. It's That's pretty kind of... fun to go in and like be taking a shower or using the bathroom and look and down and see a... your fish. Yeah, and see a cute little fish because it's a fish with a job. It 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 eats the mosquito larva. Like that's, that's its job. Terrible. It's a functional fish. And then later, if you want to eat the fish, you can, and it completes the circle of life. Uh, okay, I guess I've not taken a, a bath or shower with a fish. Speaking of fish, okay, before our quarantine stay in, Trashius was still alive. Okay, I I hope right, that you say right he is still now, alive. I uh-huh. cannot answer that for you. <laughs> Wait, where is he? He's at my apartment. Oh my god, I, Matt. I have not been to in a few weeks now. What? So you just left him? <clears throat> well, I didn't realize I was going to be gone this long either. Oh, my God. That was part of it. You know, like, okay, we're closed for a week or so, whatever. Like, I figured I'd go up and back and forth. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll go and work in my room for a week, whatever. Uh-huh. You know, like, I was very naive about this. And now we're, you know, three weeks in and there's many <sighs> weeks ahead, right? Another uh, casualty of COVID-19. I know. Oh, but so on bad. the flip side of the coin, I, I will say this. What's During that? our Christmas break, or our winter break, we had about two weeks of school off. And I left him in my apartment. And when I got back, he was fine. <laughs> he survived <laughs> two weeks with no food or anything? Yeah. So, Shit. I mean... If anyone's going to survive COVID-19, it's, it's trashy. trashiest. That trashiest line is resilient. I'll tell it's, you what. It really is. Because do you remember, even just at the end of camp, like when we first got <laughs> yeah. it, anyway, I was like, this fish is not even going to make it home. And I only yeah. lived two hours away from camp. Yeah, I was like, he's not even going to survive the ride. He was covered in weird black spots and like, <laughs> just like, I'm dying. And so I changed his water and gave him some food, an appropriate amount of food each day. <laughs> and now he's like, yeah, whatever. Man, Matt, I implore you, if you have the opportunity, go check on Trashy. I'd really like to. I think I need to go up there soon, too, because, like, I'm sure I've gotten mail and stuff. Okay, well, so there's still hope. Hopefully, some mosquitoes got into your house, <laughs> laid eggs in Trashy's standing water bowl, and he's been eating them. 
Yeah, so that would be tough. great. I really hope that there's a lot of mosquitoes in my apartment. So that's one fun fact. Monty fish. They're pretty cute. The other fun fact I wanted to talk about is it's not taboo to talk about diarrhea, at least in my community in Indonesia. <laughs> so a, a conversation we'd often have is like, hey, how are you? I'm okay. I'm a, I'm a little sick. Oh, diarrhea? <laughs> or like, hey, 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 what's up? Oh, I'm good. Diarrhea? And I'd have to be like, no. And I'm, I'd be embarrassed about it. But every other people would be excited that they had diarrhea and they wanted to talk about it. Especially my bapa, my host dad, would always let me know when he had diarrhea and would always ask me if I had diarrhea on the reg. And my now fiance, Nelly, if I mentioned anything to her, she asks me if I have diarrhea. And I tried to be like, in my culture, we don't like talking about it. And she's like, oh, yeah, okay. But she really likes to know. The part of me that's still like a 10-year-old boy or whatever is like, that's hilarious. You know, everyone will have their like, oh, Taco Bell gives you diarrhea joke or whatever. Yeah. But I think I, I have that kind of joke or interaction once a week, you know. But I love that it's like, hey, it's Bones. Like, hey, Bones. And you're like, hey. And then the first thing I ask you is like, have diarrhea today? Like, yeah. So you'll hear a lot of Saya DRA, I have diarrhea, or Anda DRA, do you have diarrhea? It's, it's pretty common. Um, no, no alleviation for it either, though. Are they like, oh, I have this medicine that will make you no, feel better? There are so many suggestions for medicine. And for DRA, the thing that is recommended is this green oil called minyak puti, which means white oil. So I don't know why it's green, but you <laughs> rub it on your stomach and it makes your stomach feel warm. My dad would also make me eat nasi bubur, which is rice porridge. Sounds very bland. It was so bland. So I tried to hide my diarrhea from him as much as possible because... If not, he would pressure me into eating Nazi boobwater and rubbing oil on my stomach. And it was really you're hard. You're like, I'd rather have diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard. I had to hide it from him. But he was real into it. And I felt bad lying to him about my diarrhea. <laughs> so, Bapak, if you're listening, uh, you were a great host, Dad. I really appreciate everything. I'm sorry, sometimes I wasn't as upfront with you as I could have been about my diarrhea status. <laughs> you know he's listening right now like, I can't believe, I knew he was lying about his diarrhea, I knew it. He's just so upset. He's pretty chill. He's a, he's a very forgiving man. This so. is the line, this crossed the line, Bones. <laughs> <laughs> no, we still text a little bit. Anyway, we have talked for a while, and... I want to kind of wrap it up on this note. I was in Indonesia for a total of 18 months. And while I was there, I never once encountered a clogged toilet. 
I believe it. Those don't look like they clog very well because the opening is fairly large, right? Yeah. There's no paper and it's not up to you the amount of water in the toilet to get it down. You have essentially a bucket. You have so much water to put down there. I'm just saying, man, when me and Nellie came to visit the United States, she said, my butt doesn't feel clean. Like this paper stuff is not doing it for me. I now am the same way. My butt doesn't feel clean. I take more showers now because I feel like my butt isn't as clean and hygienic as it was in Indonesia. Well, I can tell you, having not gone to Indonesia, but it only lived here, I'm not sure if my butt has ever felt clean. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a personal thing. I don't know. Yeah, but... well, I'm I'm not trying to eat off of it, but I am trying to like <laughs> just like sit down and wear pants and stuff like that. I think the system in Indonesia is better than our system. I think the cleaning system is better, but I've not experienced both. I think that the cleaning with water is by far a better option. I think that the toilet itself may be better for your body, but seems very inefficient as far as water use goes. Yeah, it uses a lot of water, but... I mean, have you seen the ocean? There's like so much water there. Like, well, is that like salt water that's going into your... No, but we have a rainy season. There, it, it didn't seem like we were wanting for water. I guess during the dry season we were, but you're right. You're right. It does, it does use more water, but I don't know, man. I think their toilet system is better. I'll say that our shower system having a spigot above your head that like slowly puts out water is way better than just scooping bucket after bucket onto your head. <laughs> except, except if it's like Dane's shower was. Do you remember? Oh, he had he, that tiny camp shower. It was too, <laughs> too short. To tilt his head to the side. Yeah. And the spigot came out like at his belly button. That's an exaggeration, <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, Dane's a big guy. Um, yeah, camp. Okay, man. Good luck with stay home, stay safe. Yeah, that's what they're calling it. Stay home, stay safe. Okay. What are we calling it in Mississippi? We're calling it shelter in place. So I'm going to keep sheltering in place. It's good to catch up with you. Yeah, I enjoyed potisoning with you. Yeah, me too. Tell Katie I said hi. I'll let her know. And you could tell Nellie that um, good luck with your marriage and stuff. I really, I hope that it works. I hope that she's able to come yeah, here. Me I too, can't, dude. I can't imagine it's easy to get anyone over here right now. But uh, No, you know. right now it's impossible. <laughs> well, we have a president who seems to be kind of anti-immigration. <laughs> he seems to be pro-immigration if you're a beautiful woman who's marrying an American, <laughs> he seems okay with that. So I have that in my favor. Maybe. And, and, and to be know. fair, I mean, there's nowhere to build a wall between here and Indonesia. Yeah, to be fair. You're right. So you have that going for you. 
I do. I don't think he's going to finish the wall. I think he's got his hands full with this COVID. <laughs> I don't think he's going to finish it. I think that this has taken a lot of scrutiny away from the wall. So I guess that's good or bad. I don't know. Yeah, man. It, I don't know. It's a topsy-turvy world. I'm just trying to stay safe and not get anyone else sick. And uh, yeah. Let people know how toilets work in other countries. For sure. And, you know, hopefully Cody will get this out there soon so we all have some reprieve from this crazy (laughs) tie. (laughs) I hope so. Okay, man. Well, hey, it's good to talk to you, and I will see you later. Bye.